Hello. This is episode 47 of the podcast called Blood and Rain. I'm your host, Arthur Dane. There seems to be this notion that material wealth negates the acts and attitudes of degeneracy. I've seen it in the tech industry drugged Bay Area. I've seen it while bartending near Wall Street. I've seen it in the centuries upon centuries in the makings of classism of the United Kingdom. It's not okay if others curse, but it's okay if I curse, because it's classy when I curse. Is it? I'm all for strategically placed language in order to wordsmith, invoke nuance, and lean more on subtext than most Americans would. Living in England will do that to you. But removing the funds from your bank balances does not summon in some sorcery the immediate forces of degeneracy upon you. The degeneracy was there to begin with. The comparative actions many people take upon sight of folk possessing greater wealth and more often than not is fruitless. If I had that much money, man, I would buy blank piece of electronics. If I had that much money, man, I would go to blank tourist attraction. While the weak-minded nature of these statements is poison, the nation... The notion, rather, that there are far better ways to use one's money is a virtue that can always be improved upon. In high school, while I obsessively looked for every interview I could find of my all-time favorite band in Nirvana, I came across a stone interview of the trio in which bassist Chris Novoselic claimed that people staying on escalators is the greatest scourge of our time. He not so eloquently stated that escalators are meant for getting us up to the next floor faster by boosting the speed of our gait, as opposed to being conveyor belts that just lazily stand upon as we mentally drift into outer space. He's not far off. It's never material wealth that's the issue. It's never technology that's the issue. It's always the abuse of it. At the center of every single Shakespeare play is the lesson that we mustn't abuse our power. The degeneracy begins in the programming of the mind. The degeneracy can begin in both poverty and in wealth. Degeneracy was prevalent in the ages this realm looks back upon with nostalgia, and it's certainly prevalent now. Degeneracy will keep a man poor. Degeneracy in wealth can keep a man mentally weak and ultimately empty and unfulfilled. Degeneracy in tech can drug a man into a stupor that could potentially last for decades. Degeneracy starts with the mind. Degeneracy bleeds into actions. These actions influence all around you. All around you, bleeding into the world. No amount of wealth or knowledge or technology can possibly see you outrun it. When the people of the sphere arrive at material wealth, we must arrive there on a path where we did not waver towards degeneracy. So this wealth is used for all the right reasons to have the greatest influence on all the world. Make every single decision wisely. That was a piece from earlier this year. January, in fact. A piece titled, The Posh Degenerates. Yesterday I did a Q&A while I was bartending a very slow shift that had its waves. And someone asked me about this piece saying they couldn't find it. And then I look back on it, and I find it prevalent now. I am just before the point where I can finally stop bartending due to making quite a bit of money with digital marketing and other online business pursuits. I'm very excited about this. I'm incredibly excited about this. 
I've wanted to get out of bartending for a long time. Um, for various reasons that didn't happen, some being my own inaction, my own stupor, to be honest. Things going on in my personal life, logistical errors, troublesome timings, you know, a number of reasons. And now finally, I feel myself exiting bartending. It's coming quite quickly. And this is a perfect time to review this piece, because how many of us, when we get a ton of money, we relax? We don't just relax. I don't mean to say that going out and maybe celebrating with some friends, that you're having a new life finally, is a bad thing. I think that's actually a good thing. But how many of us get less sharp when we make more money? We let some things slide. We say, oh, you know, it's fine, it's whatever, I can afford it, it's fine. We may not necessarily be saying that in the clearest words, but we're saying, oh, whatever, if I lose a little bit of money of that, it's fine, I'll, I'll survive. And while it's good to not dwell on things that are lost that can be reacquired, it's letting the discipline slip. It's letting the sharpness go. So many people are so sharp when they have very find very narrow financial parameters. They grow more creative on how to use their money. They grow more creative on how to make more money. They grow more creative on how to save in general. And they're much more precise with their decision making, with their finances, and this actually carries over to other aspects of life. Acquiring material wealth should not be for waste, should not be a cushion in which we become lazy. Material wealth should be an amplification of the discipline that you have in place now. You should say, okay, great. Nothing changes. Nothing changes about the intensity in which I'm going to go about my day. Nothing changes about the way I'm going to organize my day diligently. Maybe the actual organization is going to look different because I can free up more time to do more things, but I'm actually going to be disciplined with those things. I'm going to put my money towards saving for a college for my kids. If you're still thinking college is of that value, which there are fewer and fewer people who, who do. Or I'm going to save for a house for my kids. Or I'm going to invest more into crypto. Or I'm going to invest more in land. Or I'm going to invest very simply in my kids' martial arts lessons or his music lessons. I'm going to take that class on that skill that I've always wanted to do instead of blowing it at a bar. Or going to a vacation where I'm not going to learn anything. Forrest Munden did a fantastic podcast on wasteful vacationing. A lot of people, they think they're going to find themselves by backpacking through Europe, and it's just not true. You might learn quite a bit if you go there with the right intentions, if you go there truly trying to seek enlightenment and wisdom and knowledge and new experiences that will expand your frame of, res your frame of reference pardon, and your paradigm. That's another thing entirely. But we use these finances as an escape. We use these finances to put life aside, to keep it at arm's length when we need to be going through life face first.
We need to be going through life discipline. We need to be going through life as a grand strategist. All that you can be, you must be. So all of you on the flip side of things, who are at this current moment in time, telling yourselves, well, when I have money, it'll be different. Well, no, it won't. Sure, the externals might be different, but you won't be. You'll be the same guy. Are you a degenerate? Or are you forward-facing? Are you striving for the highest good in your life? Are you using everything at your disposal to your benefit? Are you serving others properly? Are you striving in all the ways that you can, or are you just waiting? Are you waiting for something to change? It's an important question to ask. Your habits now will only be amplified with money. So you need to take a long look at yourself and see your own pitfalls and see where you're wasting time. See where you're wasting your energy. See where you're wasting your mind's ongoing train of thought that can trigger an incredible amount of attraction. Attraction of something good or bad. It always starts within. Everything's fractal. Our aesthetics are a reflection of what's going on within, both in the literal sense, physically, and the metaphysical sense. The same goes for when we acquire more externals. The externals should just be an extension of ourselves. I've met many a rich person who is just incredibly weak. They're degenerate, they're substance abusers, they're well-dressed, but this is where aesthetics are not everything, guys. I've seen many a person who's been able to manipulate aesthetics as an armor around a being that is completely empty. That's why they're not always the biggest reflection of a man. It's a tough thing for a lot of people in this sphere of creators to hear. And what enables them to do whatever they want? The money. What enables them to destroy their own bodies? The money. What enables them to have all this free time to run wild and to start drama that will ensnare people in a downward spiral in life. The money. You remove the money, they're still degenerate. The money doesn't suddenly make you classy. 
you're just a detriment to society with money, which is more dangerous. Because more money is more resources. Can you be trusted with money? You're going to spend it on tickets to sports ball, drugs, wastes of time, or you're going to develop yourself. Develop yourself further so you can even further serve others. Are you going to double down on your craft? I have more resources for my craft. For me as a fighter, personally, good God. You know, do you have an idea what I could do with the amount of money for a proper infrastructure? I can control the finances around me, so therefore I can control the schedule. So therefore, I can be in the gym with the most efficient timings when it comes to strength and conditioning, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to solidifying techniques in the brain faster. Do you have any idea what I could do with all that money? Am I sitting here bitching about it, though? No saying, okay, I need to prepare myself for that money, and therefore, I'll be better preparing myself to acquire the money and to therefore use the money. I've met some interesting nouveau riche types. I've met some generational wealth types. And I'm not talking, oh, my dad had money grandpa, great-grandpa, great-great-grandpa, so on and so forth had the money. Sometimes these families do a good job of raising their children, and hats off to them. That's the goal. Down the line, I would want my sons, my grandsons, all my my children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, all my descendants, to be part of a long line of children who are raised well financially well off, but again, not spoiling these kids, Be having this money used as a resource to truly shape my children, grandchildren, and descendants into people who are servants to society. Through whatever that identity in each of them may be, there's a certain set of parameters, a certain set of disciplines that I almost cultivate, but they're all going to have their own individual identities and callings in which to serve others. My criticism is never of generational wealth or rich people, like a lot of Marxist types here in the San Francisco Bay Area will, will constantly complain about. My criticism is the use of it. And I don't really criticize because I don't really worry too much about people who are on myself. I don't worry about things that can control, but it's always good to see as a cautionary tale. A lot of people say the best way to learn is experience, and that's true, but it's not the only way to learn. And if you're disciplined and if you're hungry, you can view the examples of others, an almost infinite amount of examples from other people, to learn and double down on your learning process. If you're a student of the game in any sport, you're going to understand this concept. If you're truly a student of your craft and you've researched and watched every and read every last bit, that's going to translate to your craft on something you never practiced before. 
So that's how I view these posh degenerates as a cautionary tale to learn from. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. If I abuse my wealth, it will be taken away. If I use it correctly. More likely than not, it will not be taken away. But you never know. You never know. But regardless, I will plan to use it correctly, and I will use it correctly. And I will not be a posh degenerate. Think long on this. What are your flaws? What are you undisciplined in? Where are you wasting your energy? What are your addictions, if you have any? What are you leaving on the table? What are you not planning? What did you say you're going to get around to that you never did? Expose everything within yourself. Be brutal in the mirror. Create a course of action to fix all of them. Do so. And as you're doing so, start to think about how you'd react to the acquiring of more wealth. Would you fall and become lazy or instead have courage be roused into action even further? Don't build a house of cards. Build something that lasts. Good night and good storms. Thank you.